Welcome to the Journey to Cloud9 podcast, where we ask nine questions to amazing people around the world about how they live lives full of meaning and purpose. On today's episode, Jordan interviews Sarah Elkins. Sarah is a keynote speaker, Gallup certified strengths coach, and communication consultant for individuals and teams. She also hosts the podcast, Your Stories Don't Define You, How You Tell Them Will, where she interviews a variety of guests about how the stories we tell and how we choose to tell them shapes our internal messages and the perceptions of people around us. Sarah's book is available for pre-order until August 31st, 2019, and is designed to help readers identify key stories in their lives that are contributing to damaging internal messages and communication challenges, as well as to uncover stories that lead to improved satisfaction in life. To find out more about Sarah and her work, check out the links in the show notes. All right. So when we first even chatted, first seeing that I was doing something related to Cloud9, what immediate thoughts, first thing to come to mind answers do you have when you hear the word Cloud9 or the phrase living life on Cloud9? I think about satisfaction in my relationships the health and the satisfaction of my relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm on cloud nine when I am in that zone with somebody that I care about. Yeah. Beautiful. That's a, that's a new one. I like that a lot. Um, so not, you don't have to tell me the story now, but when you are having a cloud nine moment, maybe that rush of euphoria in that zone, Tell me about that experience. Maybe you can describe facial expressions, inner emotions. What are you saying? How are you feeling? Right? Tell me about what that's like. Well, I'm an enthusiastic person generally. Uh And I have this um, rush of warmth, like a temperature warmth Mm -hmm. that that comes up into my heart space. Yeah. And, And sometimes it actually feels a little bit like physical pain, not pain, but tightness, discomfort. Okay. Because it hurts that I love this person so much. Mm. And, um, and it, I just, the emotion that I feel, I always have this, I'm, I'm not a super touchy feely emotional person. Mm -hmm. And yet when I'm feeling that, that cloud nine, that deep warmth in my heart area Mm -hmm. and up into kind of almost lightheadedness, I just want to hug. I want to hug. Yeah. It's definitely this yeah. super intense desire to have that physical touch. That's great. Wow. So cool. So a cloud nine day starts with a cloud nine morning. So this doesn't have to be your morning routine per se, but tell me about what a cloud nine morning would entail for you. Um, well, it's different now than it was a week ago when I still have both of my boys living at home with me. <laughs> um, but really my cloud nine morning is being able to get up when my body gets up and not having an alarm mm-hmm. to wake me. Um, either being by myself and knowing that my day is full of curiosity and new experiences mm-hmm. or snuggling. Yeah, having yeah. my husband next to me uh-huh. and just waking up to him rubbing my hair, you know, scratching, uh-huh. you know, that, that the hand in, on my head, that touch, the, the hand on my arm, um, just knowing that I have this foundational security that helps me step out and do interesting things all day. Wow. 
That sounds awesome. So how about the rest of the day? Maybe consider right before you turn off the light and go to bed. What must have happened throughout your day for you to say, wow, I just had a cloud nine day? I find happiness and and joy in a lot of small details throughout mm-hmm. my day. Um, I live in Montana mm-hmm. and I walk on the mountain behind my house really regularly, probably five or six times a week. I make an effort to take the dog and go two blocks up the alley and be on this mountain full of nature. Mm-hmm. And even the weeds, there, there are some weeds out there that are called Dalmatian toad flax. Okay. And they look like, they look like snapdragons. Mm-hmm. They're bright buttercup yellow. And even just seeing that, I, it's, it's a little bittersweet because I know they're a weed. Yeah. But there's something beautiful about them. They're just, they're such pretty flowers. And yeah. they're being able to look up on the mountain and see the way that the sun is coming through clouds or looking down at my dog who's smiling at me and looking at me like I'm the best thing yeah. he's ever seen in his whole life, uh-huh. loves me intently. Yeah. Those, those are the moments that I, I, treasure and I, I see them every day in, in everything I do. Yeah. So when I go to sleep at night, really, I think about what I did that was productive mm-hmm. and, and what I accomplished. And if I did get to spend time on the mountain, then I'll, I'll know that. And I, I feel the sense of satisfaction. I don't know if I would call it cloud nine, uh-huh. but I think it's really important to find a sense of satisfaction in, yeah. in something in your day. That's beautiful. Wow. I love that interpretation. Here's a a lighter one, more fun one. Tell me about a cloud nine meal. Cloud nine meal. Yeah. Uh, Well, first of all, having something that I made or hooked with somebody that I care about in my Mm -hmm. kitchen Mm -hmm. and then sitting down with friends or family, having guests at the table. Yeah. Uh, nurturing people and honoring Uh them with food that I prepared Uh that alone, regardless of what the food is. Yeah. I find great satisfaction in that. Beautiful. Um, But even last night, I, as I was driving home from a meeting with a potential client, Mm -hmm. I was thinking about what we had in our refrigerator Okay, and throwing things together and Uh having something really beautiful and delicious come out. Yeah. And in our house, we don't have a table in our kitchen. Uh-huh. We have the kitchen with counters and, and, and all of that. But yeah. we actually eat almost every single meal at our dining room table. Mm-hmm. So we plate our food in the kitchen yeah. and bring it to the table so that yeah. we don't have a whole bunch of dishes right. and leftovers to bring back from the dining room into the kitchen. Yeah. So even last night, I quickly made um, some shrimp scampi. Mm-hmm because I had shrimp in the fr- freezer yeah. and I defrosted it, made shrimp scampi. Uh-huh. I had baguette, day-old baguette. Uh-huh. So I sliced it and toasted it and then put um, a buffalo mozzarella on it Sounds with yummy. a slice yeah. of um, really fabulous local tomatoes and uh-huh. then a little bit of Thai basil on top. So it was like a caprese on a toasted slice of baguette. Wow. And then eggplant we got at the farmer's market, but I don't like the big fat 
eggplants, the, the yeah. texture really, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but we get those little narrow, like Japanese or Chinese eggplant and mm-hmm. slice them and saute them with butter and olive oil. And that our plates were just beautiful. And yeah. I remember you know, sitting there with a glass of wine with my husband, it's just the two of us uh-huh. and feeling that. And I would call that cloud nine, uh-huh. partly because we were sitting together and enjoying the meal. Yep. Partly because it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And partly because we were able to just throw this together with stuff that happened to be in our house. There's something really satisfying. That's about so that. cool. I love that question. That question is so, so, so cool because you get answers like that, right? And at first I thought people were just going to tell me like a steak or like a glass Lobster. of wine. And yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, that's so much more meaningful. I think it really shows the power that, you know, food brings community, nostalgia accomplishment in that story that you just gave me. I really love that question. Um, that is a great that question. Awesome. Yeah, it's fun. A lot more meaning than just thinking about the food itself. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we're going from fun to a little bit more. This is probably the biggie. Um, just what does a cloud nine life mean to you? You look back last day on this earth and you can say, I think I really live my cloud nine life. Why? Why do you think so? There are two parts to that. Uh-huh. And I wouldn't say that one takes priority over the other. Uh-huh. It's a combination of these two things. It's again, right back to this whole, did I find health and satisfaction in my relationships? And mm-hmm. that's across the board, friends, family, children, even, even my fur babies that I've had over the years. Sure. Um, sure. If I can say that I had healthy and beautiful, impactful relationships with everyone who crossed my path, mm-hmm. then that, that looks like cloud nine to me. And the other aspect of that is, um, did, I, did I step out of my comfort zone? I, I really, I don't believe in regret. Mm-hmm. And so when I have something, an opportunity, I first ask myself, is this something I really want? Yeah. And then if I'm not really sure about it, I ask myself, will I regret not doing this? Yes. I love that. And so to me, it's really about both. Have I worked to my expectations of myself? Have Mm -hmm. I really challenged myself to be the best version of me that I could be? Did I grow every day? Yeah. And find relevance in, in my life every day. Wow. So the combination of the two, I think I could look back right now yeah. and say, yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Uh, can I do things better? <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. 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 Very cool. All right, Sarah. So can you tell me about a time or a story in which you truly felt like you were on cloud nine? It just happened yesterday wow. with... Um, very recent, very topical. Yes. <laughs> I, I am a storyteller, but more of what I do these days is act as a storytelling coach. I help people find their stories. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Women's Leadership Network here in Helena does an annual conference. And this year we have a woman named Gail Tom coming to speak as our keynote. Mm-hmm. And she's a resiliency expert. Okay. She was at um, Ground Zero for the first week that she was there. She worked in the morgue and she worked for the FBI 
And then she worked with victim services, helping people find the resources that they need, helping them find the bodies of their loved ones that had died. And um, she is an expert when it comes to building resiliency before you need it. And she was telling me the story about when she was coming home after having spent this time at Ground Zero in New York City. And she was on the plane, on the tarmac, getting ready to leave and crying because she was grieving leaving Ground Zero because she knew she was being helpful, that she was playing a part in the the recovery of the individuals that had experienced this trauma. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, she was so relieved to be going home. And when she was telling the story, she just told me about sitting on the plane and having that realization that she had had an impact, positive impact. And I said, what was the trigger? Did you see something? Did somebody sit down next to you? Was it a flight attendant? What was the trigger that made you realize that you were in the right place at the right time? And she said, it's funny you asked that question because I looked out the window and I saw one of the, the guys that was guiding the airplane with the flashlights and he's standing out there on the tarmac and I realized I recognized him mm-hmm. as one of the family members that I helped. Oh. And there he was back at work because I had helped him get to a point where he could be back at work. And I had this moment afterward. I don't think you know these moments right as they happen. I think it's processing it later that you realize that this was a cloud nine moment. Sure. I realized that by drawing out that story for her, she had this whole visual. She had all these images in her head as a result of talking through this story that she might have missed some of those details had I not asked the right question at the right moment. Mm. And it was that realization that I was in the right place at the right time and that what I do matters. So yeah, it was just yesterday, the the realization that I'm really good at what I do and it's meaningful. Wow. That is so cool. And she sounds amazing, by the way. She um, is. That, that's really incredible. And funny, it's, it's funny the, the parallels and coincidences that have happened ever since I started this Cloud9 journey. One of the key themes, because I, I think I told you the journey to Cloud9, the book that I'm coming out with is a parable. So it's a story. It's not like I just regurgitate um, the lessons that I've learned. But the protagonist, the, the main theme or symbol throughout the book is that he is flying a plane through the sky. So it's funny that your story incorporated some sort of plane um, mm-hmm. because that's, you know, that's how I illustrate that he is literally on his own journey through the clouds, ultimately discovering his own cloud nine. Oh, that I love cool. that. Yeah. It's a great visual. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's wow. That was great. Um, okay. So the last two questions are really quick and easy, but it's more so to give people who haven't necessarily found cloud nine an opportunity to realize what they can start doing to get there. So the next question is, do you have any daily routines, practices, habits, midday pump ups, nighttime reflections that you do every single day in order to better get you this cloud nine feeling? 
I'm not a routine person. Uh-huh. <laughs> there, there is very little that I do at the same time every day. Uh-huh. I will say that mm-hmm. one of the most powerful things that people can do, as I said, that you don't necessarily notice a cloud nine moment in the moment that it's happening. Mm-hmm. So I really encourage people at night to reflect on those moments through the day to find them. Because if you can share those moments with somebody and relive them, mm-hmm. it brings you to that place where you realize you want more. Yeah. That this is not something you're willing to give up. Yeah. And identifying those as what was it that made this so satisfying? Mm. Really digging in because it, it isn't necessarily the person you were talking to or the place where you were sitting or the, the activity you were doing. Yeah. It's what, what is it about it that, that brought so much satisfaction and how can we do more of that every single day? That's really cool. And you actually just sparked something in my mind that I think I'm going to start doing with people to uncover their cloud nine moments. It's like, ask yourself at the end of every day, like, what was my number one moment today? And then write it down. And then you can have this journal of your number one moments. And then the collection of those moments, you'll realize like what you need to be doing every single day, right? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's, That's what I do uh, when I'm doing strengths coaching. Yeah. We talk about where you found satisfaction during the day. Uh-huh. And sometimes it's really hard. If you have mm-hmm. a really shitty day, it's, sometimes it's hard to find those moments. Yeah. And I encourage my clients to find it even in the smallest details, like in the spring singing a daffodil bulb mm-hmm. pop that you weren't sure was going to come back because it was so cold that winter or, right. you know, finding even something as little as that can, yeah. can jog your memory about yes. other good things that happen. I love how you use the, the smallest of things. It's really, it's so powerful. So the last question I have for you is this. So let's say my, one of my friends goes up to you and says, Hey Sarah, I saw you and Jordan talking and gave a really great interview. And I know he's doing all this cloud nine stuff and it's all cool, but I don't, I don't really understand it from his perspective, but what you were saying, really, it hit home, right? But I've never felt like I was on cloud nine before. And if he came up to you and said that, what is one piece of advice you would have for him, according to your interpretation of cloud nine, for him to start feeling like he were at least on the right track in getting there? It's a good question. I think well, one of the things that I do a lot with my coaching clients, and it's communication coaching, it's not life coaching. And so mm. um, sometimes it, it touches everything, every yeah. part of your life, because communication yeah. touches every part. Right. And what I really encourage people to do is, again, find things that they found satisfying. Yeah. I, I think we put too much pressure on finding happiness. And, and happiness is something you have to choose to find. I don't think it just, I don't, I don't think you can find it just looking for it. Mm-hmm. I think you find it by seeing those small details in your life that you yeah. find valuable and appreciate. It's mm-hmm. gratitude. It's all about gratitude. Yeah. So I encourage people rather than looking for things that made them happy, which most people I think when they hear cloud nine, they think happiness. Happy. Mm-hmm. I, I really would encourage people who are having a tough time, 
who don't think they've been there yet Mm -hmm. to think in terms of satisfaction rather than happiness. What did I find really satisfying in my day? What did I do? What did I accomplish? Again, even if it's something really small, like I was in a bad mood, but I was able to get past that and smile at the person at the grocery store and say hello to her. Uh That I find that really satisfying when I'm in a really bad mood and I find a way to not let that leak into all of my interactions with people throughout the day. Uh I think, yeah, that was pretty good. I, I managed to really not, share that bad mood with everyone around me. And, uh-huh. and I think that's an accomplishment when you're in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Totally. So even if that's where you find satisfaction, I, I think it's important to acknowledge that because that is part of your strength. Thank you for listening to the Journey to Cloud9 podcast. For more info on everything Cloud9, check out the Journey to Cloud9 website and Jordan's new book, Journey to Cloud9, now available on Amazon. Links are in the show notes.